Shannon. And I'm Rami. And this is Workplace Hugs, where we talk about interesting things we've read to help all of us expand our life toolkit with a whole bunch of empathy without a whole new degree. And I'm excited this week, we're going to talk about uh, ineffective development, right? So the idea that my boss, my company doesn't develop me. This is such an interesting topic, I think, for both of us. We both had a good portion of our careers in a company that did a good job or at least had a good process in place for development. Highly structured. Whether or not that structure helped people develop, I don't know. (laughs) But we've been in that type of situation. I've been in a lot of situations where there's absolutely no structure. There's no time to even think about development. Mm -hmm. What I think is really interesting and having worked enough years and having enough gray hairs, I can say this is I think a lot of development happens without us thinking about that development and without us being focused on it. Like if I think back on my development, I can think of a few specifically, specifically chosen times that were development. Yeah. Like there was like concert concerted effort that like this is going to be a developmental time for me like i'm going to grow yeah but there are a lot of times where like that wasn't a a pre-thought or a forethought yeah and it ended up being like a huge development time for me and i think that's so interesting to be on this side of it Uh to think about that rather than to be on that side right because at the beginning of the career it was like nope every time i'm going to develop like it's going to be very specific i'm going to put rigor and there's going to be thought and i'm going to be aligned with my manager it's going to be intentional and we're going to develop me on this thing Mm -hmm. and i I just think it's both both are good and i think that's where i'm intrigued to see where we go today because i think everybody at least i did at the beginning of my career was like if development's going to happen i need alignment from my manager like we're gonna have a plan and this is how the development is going to work yeah how very target of you (laughs) Right. And that's, but that's where it started, right? Well, and I think the point that I'm coming back to hearing you talk about this is that, like, how many people, how many times have you heard people say, like, oh, we weren't, we learned the most from our mistakes, you know? And so I don't think anybody sets out their development plan to be like, I'm going to screw up a bunch and learn a bunch as a result. (laughs) Nobody says or does that. So it, I'm getting what you're saying in the sense of like how much development can happen by accident because we learn a lot from the moments that we screw up and we don't often plan to screw up as a part of our written development plans, if you will, if you have something like that. So, I mean, And to build on that, rather than planning to have a lot of mistakes in your career, yeah. here's our advice for what to do in a place where you don't feel like there is enough structure or energy around development for yourself yes and kind of our advice into how how to get more development in those spaces yes what's your first tip Remy? my first tip is make your ambitions clear so i think back to the beginning of my career and what i really wanted to do was manage people mm-hmm. and i needed to get some experience doing that because i was a fresh doe-eyed person who had never <laughs> really managed people in like a corporate structure before, but I knew I wanted to. And so from the onset, I told my manager, like, I want to manage people, like whatever that means, like my goal is to become a manager. Like that's, that's what I want to do. Yeah. And I just kept telling people and sure enough, I got interns my first summer. And that was after being there for like, I don't know, four months or five months. Yeah. (laughs) 
And it was like, you shouldn't give Rami like interns. Like he's been on a desk for a month at this point, right? Like three months of training on the desk for a month. Like no one else would give you interns, but it was because I told everybody that's what I wanted. And so I kind of forced my own development in terms of getting experience, like managing people because I, I made my intentions very clear and known. And so when a set of interns came up that we could have, it was like, well, Rami has the energy, like he wants them. So let's give them to Rami. Either he implodes or, or it works out. Yeah, I love that. I think it's a, a phrase that I talk about a lot of self-responsibility, you know, and I'm hearing you took a lot of responsibility in that to be like, hey, this is what I want. I'm going to let people know this is what I want. I'm not going to expect them to be mind readers. And then look, like, I got what I wanted. That doesn't maybe happen every time, but it happens no. a lot of the time when we can, I think it can happen a lot of the time when we make our ambitions known. Well, and I think too, then if people know that and they know that you have energy and are excited about that thing, when those opportunities come up, they try to guide them towards you. Absolutely. Right? That, that's, that's all. Like if no opportunity ever arose to have interns, then it wouldn't have happened, right? It just happened that we got interns in our division and I could get them, right? But I think you have to let people know if there are specific things that you want development around yep. so that when the opportunity does arise, that they'll think of you for it. Yeah. I mean, this isn't really related to development, but again, like tying to the theme of self-responsibility, like my husband and I joke that there's no mind reading allowed in our marriage. And I think this is what I'm hearing is that same kind of philosophy, but being applied to development in your career of like, don't expect anybody to read your mind on what you want or what you need. Like you've got to verbalize it. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Shannon, what's your piece of advice? Uh, that's probably a good lead into my next tip. I feel like this is just <laughs> going to be like us like slamming self-responsibility into people. Uh, so my next piece of advice is like suck it up, buttercup. Like, frankly, it's time to develop yourself and write your own development plan. So maybe this is from after being an entrepreneur for four years of like, I don't have a boss who's going to develop me. Like, so how can you approach your own development, maybe with the lens of like an entrepreneurial mindset of figuring out for yourself, what is your big goal? Like, what is that big vision, that big sun on the horizon that you're reaching for? What skills might you need to achieve that goal? So like Rami is an example. His big goal was, I know I want to lead teams of people. I'm not going to get to do that like right away. So what are the skills that I need to develop? And how might I build some of these skills right where I am right now? Rami getting interns, great example of that. And then taking whatever development plan you break out of like, here's my big goal. Here's the skills that I think I need to achieve. Here's some ideas that I have on how I can build those skills right where I am. And taking your own plan to your own boss and being like, hey, I've put a lot of thought into this. Like, this is kind of what I'm thinking. What do you see? What are your thoughts on this? And if I can just give like a quick story time here, I, this whole like thought or process, if you will, was born out of me really wanting to get promoted to manager at Target. And I had my boss's boss at the time was not a fan of mine. He just wasn't. And I did this exercise for myself, reflecting on like, okay, I want to get to manager. Like, what are the skills I need to be a great manager? Red, yellow, green. How am I measuring up in those skills today? What are some ideas I have on how I can shore up the gaps? I took that to him and he, it's like, was such a beautiful moment because we had great conversation on where he saw opportunities or maybe skills that I hadn't thought of that were critical. And also he was like, shit, you are ready to move. And I wasn't seeing it. Thank you for laying this out for me so clearly by reflecting on what the skills are, how you've demonstrated them, how maybe you can grow. 
And so whether he would have said that or not, like, honestly, didn't mean as much to me. But it was like, it finally gave us space to get aligned on what the gaps were and if they were so severe that I couldn't get promoted yet. I really like that as a, as a, as a way to win people over who like are kind of questioning your abilities because it, I I think one, it shows like you had to come in there with a lot of humility and being willing and vulnerable to like share, like, these are my opportunities. These are the things I think I'm good at, but these are the things that like, I know that I need to work on and here's, here's how I want to work on them or here's where I need your advice on what to work on. Yep. But again, this is, you have to take this into your own hands and, and run with it. Yes, absolutely. Rami, what's your next tip? So I think the the thing I think about having worked in a lot of very small companies is, one, there isn't time, there isn't structure, there isn't, there isn't ability to build out development, right? Like a lot of it is going to be on the fly through taking on projects, taking on portions of the business and and really stretching yourself in that way. So that kind of goes back to the first one. My other push here is really like if there's specific type of development that you want, a lot of times that's going to come from mentorship. And I think the best kinds of mentors are ones that you find in your network that you can connect with and use them to really push you to develop the way that you want to. And I think especially if there are people that you look up to that you've interacted with a few times, I think ask them if you think that would be a good mentorship in otherwise like reach out to your, like your, your network and also to people who you trust that have really big networks to see if they can connect you with the right people to help you develop in that way. Right? Like I think about skill sets that, that, I would want to work on and then ask like, Oh, who do you know? That's really good at this thing mm-hmm. that can give me advice on how to be better at this specific thing. And, and maybe that's the way that you have to develop yourself. Right. I think especially in small companies, if you say, Hey, I really want a lot of experience doing this thing. A lot of bosses will say, well, we don't know how to give you that. Mm-hmm. Like if you can find a course, great. We'll pay for your course yep. or, hey, let me put you in touch with this person who I know is really good at this and maybe you two can hit it off and and you can get the experience and the advice that you want from that person. Yeah. I want to refer people back to to episode nine, uh, which is an episode we did way back around how to find mentors. So if that's something that you think you want to pursue further, you know, head back to that episode and check it out to see if it supports you in identifying pockets where you can find them because they are all, all around you. Just like love. Just like love from love, actually. (laughs) Okay. uh, My last piece of advice on ineffective development is to make sure that you're seeking ongoing feedback, whether that's like formally from that development plan tip that I offered before, or if that's uh, informally in just ongoing conversations with the folks that you're working with. So, and and also don't limit it to your boss. I think we can put a lot of pressure sometimes that like our boss is the only person who can develop us. And there are a lot of people like, I don't know, your clients, like for me right now, like my clients can be a source of development in the feedback that they offer me or a peer might be a source of feedback. If you stay open to it, my, only note on this is that the clearer you can be on the thing that you are seeking feedback on, the more they can help you. 
So you can't just go into like, you know, your work husband and be like, hey, I'm trying to get better at influencing. No, no, no. Actually, it would be more something like, hey, work husband, how am I doing lately? You know, like they don't freaking know where to start or frankly, your boss for that matter. I hear so often clients complain about like, oh, my boss never gives me feedback. Well, great. Like when's the last time you asked for something specific? So instead of just being like, how am I doing? How do you get clear on like, hey, I'm trying to get better at influencing without authority. I'm seeing these two projects I'm working on as great opportunities to do it. How do you think I'm doing at influencing without authority in those two projects? You know, like it just... Can, puts a container on it a little bit to get their mind thinking versus expecting them to like pull stuff out of thin air. Yeah, I like that. I think too, it's all about how you ask the question. I don't remember which episode it was. I'm not as uh, well, well in tune with our backlog as Shannon is, but there's, there's an episode where Shannon talks about taking on the questions before the experience happens, right? So it's like, hey, we're going to have this meeting. I'm going to be presenting. I want you to pay attention to these things. And then after that meeting, give me feedback on that. Yes. Yes. That's another a great way to do it, frankly, of like giving advance notice. So they're not so they can actually pay attention to the thing that you're trying to get better at. Yeah, I feel like the underlying highlight bold italics of this whole episode was self-responsibility. Like, period. You need to be responsible and don't ever let your company or your boss be an excuse for your own lack of growth or development. You got to own it. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Let's, let's recap really quickly. So the first one is make your ambitions clear. The second one is Shannon's story about like sharing what her development plan was and using that. So write your own development plan. Uh, the next piece of advice is asking your network, find a mentor, find the people who can help you grow and push you. And then the last one is that seek that ongoing feedback. So it doesn't have to come from your boss, but be specific about what the feedback is that you want. And if you can do it preemptively prior to that meeting, um, I think that's really helpful to people as well. Wonderful. We would love for you to share your experiences on what you did with ineffective development on Instagram. Check us out at Workplace Hugs. With that, I've been Shannon. I've been Rami. And this was a Workplace Hug. Workplace Hug.